Get ready. Get ready. Get ready. For the Steakhouse. You're about to experience the fastest two hours in radio history. With Stig Shapiro. I was voted with Andy Spring third place to of the year. Sandra Golden. I walk in there and I'm like, I have a rock. And this is it. Rusty Menzel. That's a mama loves you game. That's the only people watching that is your mom. And Drew Butler. When I grow up, I want to be Mike Bell. Give it to me, give it to me, give it to me. It's the Steakhouse. Brought to you by John Foy and Associates. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. And welcome to Wednesday on the Steakhouse. Steakhouse is open and it is time to eat. Rusty Manzel is here. And I, I listen, I'm not going to lie to you. I, I, w- I wasn't in a good place. I'm, I'm tired, I'm cranky. No, you're definitely cranky. I've done a lot. Of, I've been busy this week. Well, I know. Listen, but I know. the fact of. Yeah. That you took ten thousand yeah. dollars with your boys to Jamaica and all you saw was, was a bunch it? of dudes from New Jersey <laughs> there naked. Yeah, that, dude, that, was, that got me back this morning. If, if, <laughs> that made me like, you know what? I mean, here I it, wasn't the only stupid in the one 90s, making decisions in the nineties. Yeah, in the nineties, hedonism in Jamaica oh, was talked about like the Shangri La of like hot women and wildness and all this. And we were talking about New Year's Eve because I wanted to ask the morning shift, like, is New Year's Eve still matter to you and and memories of New Year's Eve? And I told the story. We had eight, nine buddies. That is unbelievable. We all lived together, and we're like, dude, we're going to start throwing New Year's Eve parties in those hotels. Oh, yeah. Because everybody's looking for something to do, and that's the one night they'll go out of their pocket and spend $100, open bar, oh, yeah. a little bit of food, we'll hire a band. And we, <laughs> I mean, we killed it. We had 1,500 people. We went around town all the whole month of December every night where back in the days when there were flyers, we were literally handing out flyers in bars, right, telling folks. And we're just like, bro, $10,000. That was like hitting the Let me tell What year was that? Give me the year. Uh, 1992. Let me tell you something. 1991. Five dudes from Boston came to Buckhead with 10 grand. Four of y'all still wouldn't be here. No. We would have gone to the Gold Club and never Dude, left. Never, no, been. the building still be up. Dude, it was a disaster. We, you talk about a bill of goods. You guys see that documentary about that fry festival, right? Everybody was promised this whole thing, and they spent yeah. thousands of dollars and they oh, get yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that was us in hedonism. <laughs> we're looking around, going, "Bro, we're gonna hear here for a week. There's not a there's oh, a there's man. a sixty year old woman from Buffalo over there. There's Listen. a there's, there's there's three dudes over and like." That was rough. I anyway. tell my I tell my four daughters all the time, and their dad was certainly one. Men make a lot of bad decisions in your twenties. Yeah. Be patient with us. That is ranked up there with one of the best I've ever heard. Yeah. One of the best what? dumb you if know you, what decisions if, I've ever heard. If you walked up to one of my buddies, Dogsy, Dino, Jimmy, Tepper, and you just said hedonism, they'd they'd look at you and they go. They, either they laugh or they just say, "I need one of those guys before the holidays." I need yeah. I need Dogsy to call in. All right, I got to hear that have, voice. The hedonism story is just. I gotta and one that. dude, I don't want to get one dude hooked up, and it was not the way you thought it would go down <laughs> at all. So, is this the most tired you have been yes. over yes. the last seven yes. days? No, no, over the last. Yeah, year. the game, f- the whole year, oh, right? Yeah. No doubt. The transfer portal has been. I'm doing state championship games. I got zooms for that transfer portal. Transfer portal. Nobody knows how to cover it because it's happening so fast and we're all learning. So we, we It's an entire separate industry. It has replaced but, the December wild finish of high school recruiting 
now this. And we'll talk about but something. But the difference with the portal, Rusty, I would say, is you cover high school all year. You yes. kind of get to talk to kids. You kind of yeah. get a sense where they want to go. No doubt. And you get, you you can't tell no, 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 on a 70-person no. no. who's thinking portal and who's not. It doesn't ever come up. And here's the thing. And then it just drops. Here's the thing. Dylan Gabriel goes in the portal. He's not doing interviews. You're not going by to see him at his high school. Right. He's not going to do a photo shoot at Oregon this weekend. You this don't get to business. track. Like, here's where some, it all of a sudden just drops. And yes. then it just starts pouring out name yes. after name. Let me after- tell you something. If you're not connected to legit sources in this industry, you're guessing right now. And I'll say this without – we've had a hell of a week on Dogs HQ. Yeah. Well, you very, told very me, I think on the air or off the air, about Brock Vandegrift. Yeah. You're like, yeah. oh, yeah, he's, he's gone. Yeah. I was like, what about Carson Beck? What about this? What? Mm-hmm. And you said, no, he, he's leaving. And you answered the question yesterday, and you were on with Sandra and myself. Yeah. If Carson Beck leaves – why is he gone? He's like, he's gone because he's going to graduate, and it just didn't happen he wants for a fresh him. Fresh start. Yeah. yeah, it just didn't happen. Yeah, right. That's been known a little while, but but but, but, but he, you he had, handled it. He handled it the right way. Yeah, and and obviously these meet the meetings that coaches are having, wanting some assurance. Okay, so and so just left. Are you recruiting under me? That happens. Am I going to get the job? Do you still want me in the program? And then the coach is encouraging you, in other cases, probably a good time to hit the portal, right? MJ Morris, NC State, the podcast in 24-7. They said, hey, you need to go. We're getting another quarterback. Right. That's just the way it is. There's no way Kyle McCord, the starting quarterback for Ohio State, jumps in Monday morning without Ryan Day telling him, at least, at least, we are going to bring another quarterback. And you're – You'd be here to compete. For the and job. there was absolutely no assurances nope. that Ryan Day was going to give him, and he saw the writing on the wall. When people uh, – the one thing I, I tell people, even like on sales deals or business deals, especially when a, 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 uh, a text comes back or an email and you're trying to figure out if you're in a good place for this, just, I said read the words. That's right. Because if you really look at the language that people use, keyword, you can tell. Yeah. Exactly right. Keyword. There's always a couple of words in there that suggest, oh, like I, I, could, I can you, look at this stage of my life, I can look at a text with a potential client or someone bringing to me. Yeah. I was like, bro, that, that's not happening. But you can do, you also with your business experience, you can do the same thing that a college football coach is. When you walk into a table with four people, you have to be able to identify the decision maker. Right. So when you're recruiting, you got to know if mom's making it, right, dad right, or uncle. Great point. It's got, hard in sales got, sometimes. That is, that you, know, is. you know what some schools call that? You know what their code word for that is? That's the Heisman. Right. That's so what if, they, that's they call code word. So if I'm going to Stake Shapiro and I'm 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 no, going, to recruit, like I'm going to recruit little, I'm going to recruit Bobby. Is AAU, I need to know right. who the Heisman is, and it could be this, the AAU coach in some cases. Could be uh, auntie. Could be, could be baby Sophie. Right. How tight is he with sister? Could be their older brother. Right, their older brother, who's, right? Who's the Heisman? But, I mean, believe when you have that meeting with your coach. Some schools call it the champion. Yeah. You're going to hear, yeah, who's championing the cause, right? Who's making it. But you're going to hear. So now the portal. I mean, for coaches, I mean, it's it's interesting because I'm close to a lot of different programs. There's, there's you know, the, the school I went to, Tulane, where they're just, listen, if you have a shot, you're gone. Michael Pratt or somebody else, you yep, know. Yep. Then there's the monsters like Georgia, where if you're on the front line, you're, you're going to stay. There's too many positives staying. But anything in between for them at Georgia, right? Or if you're a backup at Georgia and you go on the portal, everybody knows one thing. You can play, number one. Yeah, that's you what I mean. Experience. And number two, you know how to practice. 
You, we're, we're not going to show you something you haven't seen. We're not going to push you too hard and yeah. have you crumble because yes. you've already been through it. Yes. You've made it through. Men- mentally thick is what they call it. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get to some 9 at 9. Time to build the foundation of today's show with the top nine at nine. 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 On the Steakhouse. Sports Radio 92.9, the game. We'll give a little love to Georgia basketball. Tech and Georgia in Athens last night. Not a good night for the Jackets. They're down 20-something points in the second half. 76-62, great win for Georgia. Noah Thompson, 16 points and five rebounds. Um, Justin Hill off the bench, 14 points and four assists for the dogs. Um, they're, not, they're, not, they're not messing around, Steve. They're, they're not messing around. Rusty, they've already got three, and three ACC. No, three ACC, which are three and one. They lost three to Miami. Okay, yep, yep. They've played four ACC opponents. They beat Wake Forest, national program. Down, they, down. They beat Florida State. Down 17 with six minutes to go and come that back and Florida beat Florida State. State. win? Yep. Let me tell you something. Georgia is making a resume case for themselves. They're playing power five teams. They're on a four-game winning streak. They're getting into the very, very legit SEC with a lot of confidence. Asa Newell, the number one power forward in the country, number one in 2024 class, already committed, done, coming to Georgia. So he'll be here Not to mention, uh, is it uh, Damien's kid or Dominique's kid? Dominique's kid. Dominique's kid who's a senior this year. Uh, Where does – Pardon me for not knowing. Where does he play high school ball? Uh, at uh, Grayson, I believe. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Georgia Tech have to lick their wounds. They got a, they had a good week uh, last week. Ended with a win against Duke. Doesn't go so well last night. A couple of other notes. Alex Anthopoulos saying there's only one position that has been absolutely priority. Number one, that was finding a left fielder. And they did that. He's kind of alluding to the fact we are not really in the Shohei Otani race. Not going to be in that. You're not going to win a bidding war on that, and that's just not that. That's not the way they've operated. And I'm hearing north of 600 million. Yeah, we, that that is anybody that knows the organization. We could almost build a battery in in Rome for that. It sounds like he's not leaving Southern California. Whether that's the Dodgers or whether that's the Angels, it sounds like he likes the relative ease of that situation as opposed right. to other places around yeah. America. Yeah. You come to the East Coast and get you some of that media. I c- couldn't agree with you more. 100%. And, there, and even the, how the whole process has taken place. Could you imagine him, just say Boston or, or the Yankees? Oh, my God. Could you imagine him with the Yankees? The, 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 the Already the Dude, circus, where, where, the media. Let me just say something. Where the hell is he going to live in Boston that he's not going to be harassed at all times? Even pulling up to the ballpark, if you've been to Fenway, how tiny it is. Yes. There's nowhere to get away. No. You know, that's in a town. That's in like a city right in the middle of it. Like, he doesn't want that smoke, dude. And I think the Dodgers seem to make the most sense. All right, let's see what. Listen, Dodgers are used to signing every free agent name they can get. We've dealt with that. And we've. Exactly right, Rusty. We've dealt with it in the past. Falcons getting ready for a big home game against the Tampa Bay Bucks. Coming in at five and seven, Tampa is. The Falcons doing what they had to do after the bye. We'll talk a lot about that. You're gonna listen. I know you're. I know in a cranky I'm, I'm mood. back. I'm not doing it today. I'm not doing it. Today. I know you're in a cranky mood. I'm not doing it today. I'm, I'm pro Falcon today. We're first place. The 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 ability. Let me just say this about Rusty Rocks too, because I know you weren't able to do it. You, you get a, a bye, big event I get a bye last week. night. You get a bye week. 
Everybody gets a bye. Can't week. you put something together like a no, top three? No, I don't have don't ass, rush. Rusty Rock. Oh, you don't have ass. Okay. I will. I will so come. It's a bye str- week. Okay. I will come strong. Okay. Guaranteed next week. And we have a user that has been on a, 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 a listener who has been on me on Twitter, and I'm going to give him a Rusty Rocks on his subject before the end of this year. Okay. So. I, I, I feel I, you. Man. I was thinking you got to buy breakfast for the crew or something, but you know, no, then no, I know, no, then no. I know what they pay you here. I, I figured you, that's what you got me on a Saturday work, and yeah. that's what happened to you. That's what <laughs> happened to you. <laughs> hey, when we come back, why the Falcons playoff roster? Is it really a playoff roster? And there's one team in the NFL that's bringing back the U, right? Ooh. Rusty's going to tell you about Ooh, that. We, we got a fun uh, hour and 45 minutes to go. It's the fastest two hours in radio. Nine o'clock hours brought to you by our friends Advanced Hair Restoration. One day treatment, life changing results. AdvancedHair.com. Steak and Rusty, the Steakhouse Sports Radio. 92 9 a game. The show just hits different. <laughs> It's the Steakhouse. On Sports Radio 92.9, the game. Nine twenty three, Sports Radio ninety two nine. The game. We are the number one sports talk radio station in the southeast, the absolute dominant station here in Atlanta for dudes to listen to. Um, and if you're a guy, uh, we love women listening to. There's a ton of those. Uh, a ton of those. A ton of ladies that uh, support not in Jamaica. The not in Jamaica. No, not in Jamaica. They did not know me or listen to me. Or uh, that was a different part. We we're talking about ba- vacations where you got. Listen. I'm not the only guy to schedule a vacation. This place was called Hedonism. I think it's still around. I, I, I thought I it was. I, I thought I was headed for. I mean, I, I, there was a Playboy magazine article about Hedonism that I thought we were headed to like the 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 uh, the absolute apex of of our experiences as buddies, right? And it turned out, but there's a lot of folks over the years, especially before real videos. So, so I was trying to transition from that scrambled HBO view. Where you just hope that just something came across the screen, where you're so all guys know that, yeah. No, there's no doubt. The early days of uh, Star TV, yeah, stuff was scrambled, but but before you had real content, you actually had you'd see photos. You had content in magazines, right? No, but I'm saying I'm talking about like vacation going away. Yeah, forget about you know. Yeah, talking about hedonism. Well, hedonism one, but 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 there's a a lot of folks certainly in the 70s, 80s, 90s, where you book a vacation, right? And you show up there, and you're like, this don't look like the photos, right? You know? Like, nowadays, you can't get away with that. There's 360-degree uh, video tours of each place. You got content. You got a million things on social media. Like, you can know everything about a place, right, before you get there. Correct. Oh, oh but, yeah. But back in YouTube, the day. YouTube video. Right. Back in the day. I mean, how many vacations did parents you realize? Got, you just got and, had. You right. Just you just got pull had. up, and you're like, oh, Damn. It's like uh it's like the Griswolds in vacation. They pull up to right. Wally World and damn place is closed. <laughs> and they went across the country to get there. Yeah, or they thought that staying at that motel, they thought they had better stuff happening. We'll intersperse some of that stuff. The conversation, the holiday season with us. Rusty is here. Uh, a lot to get to over the course of the next hour and a half. Um coming up in about 15, 20 minutes. 
it's a different offseason already or in between uh, bowl games for Kirby Smart. What is he doing differently this week that speaks to the change in college football? That's come out about 15 or 20 minutes as well. We were talking before the Shout show. Shout out to a listener, Tommy Spray. He said, I'm perfectly fine with Rusty getting a bye week. And he tagged you. Listen. Hey, no, this guy understands that we're heating up. It's on fire. You're just going to disappoint Kimberly, my wife, who who thinks Rusty Rocks is the best part about the radio station, right? Which is kind of hurtful considering <laughs> I'm on five days a week. You, Rusty Rocks is one segment, and she's decided that. Um, but that's fine. You get a bye week. I, you, had a lot, earned it. Another thing, too, I want to mention, I had a lot of feedback on our show Saturday, last night. And I, I don't know the gentleman's man. He knows you. And he walked up and said, I listen every week. He goes, that was fantastic radio by you guys Saturday. He goes, we had it on our tailgate. That's awesome. Yep. Well, Appreciate that last night. Well, listen, um, I, I am never been shy about self-promotion. It's not self-promotion. Promotion of, of teammates as well. But when you can put together a lineup before a game where Rusty's there, bringing in Ryan Puglisi as the five-star recruit out of uh, Worcester, Mass. When you get Drew Butler, who was captain of the University of Georgia, played in games, played in the NFL. When you got Mike Johnson, who won a national Big title Mike. at Alabama, played in that game at the SEC. Myself and Sandy for pure entertainment. We've also covered the SEC title game for 25 years or so. Goody Mob showed up as well. And then capturing. I talked to him about, to him about too short. Uh, Big Gip. Uh, was there. Big gift. Um, I mean, it was, you know, an opportunity that, uh, you know, you expect from this radio station and will continue to deliver this radio station, especially as Georgia has one of the most fascinating off seasons. And especially as we turn to the National Football League, Rusty, and, and you know, you, you've earned, you earned the right to be cynical, right? More yep. so than Steak Shapiro, who rolled into Atlanta in 1995, and has been a Falcon fan ever since and went through the Mike Vick era, went through the Chris Chandler era, went through the Matt Ryan. But it's not like you've grown up in Rome that has been a fan of this team your entire life. Yep. And and when you start to watch another chapter start to play out with Arthur Smith this year, and you've been through the Lehman Bennett chapter, yes. you've been through the Dan Henning chapter, oh. you've been through the June Jones, uh, uh, you've been through the Jim Moore. Don't, don't, the get, me back, don't get me back to negative town. Jerry Glanville. No, my point is your cynicism was warranted. Oh, yeah. This team, and I have not wavered, is going to go to the playoffs and host a home playoff game. And that was not saying that Arthur Smith should be coach of the year. That was saying you had a hundred and something million dollars to spend on free agency. You yep. did it. You drafted in the top ten three consecutive drafts. You're in the worst division in the NFL. The, You're going to win the division. In a long time. Right. Worst division in a long time. So all that being said, do they look like a playoff team to you, and that not in a bad division playoff team, a playoff team. Do they have enough players to to say that to win a game in the playoffs? Yeah, or do they? They're get... gonna get hit in the mouth in the playoffs. But I am all excited that we're gonna have an opportunity to win the division and host a playoff game. But there's not one Falcons fan that's gonna look you in the eye and with all honesty and say, "I can't wait for the Cowboys to get here." Is the stock rising on the Falcons right now? Forget about what's going to happen in the playoffs. Steak, I'm not trying to host one playoff game. I'm tired of trying to host a playoff game. Let's win a damn playoff game. Let's have the atmosphere we have with Green Bay. Let's have people in line like I saw in Cartersville, Georgia, one day at Academy because we were going to the Super Bowl and they were 150 deep waiting on the store well, to you, open to buy a $40 T-shirt. 
Now you that's s- what I want. Yeah, and and you referenced watching the San Francisco 49ers. Oh, my goodness. Have you seen their entrance, what they do? Have you seen this? I had to show it to you. If you have not watched a team, let me tell you what I love about the 49ers. And some people are going to be like, man, that's showboating. You know what they do when those doors open and they come out with a boom box looking like LL Cool J from 1988? They come out and say, you know what? We're here to kick your ass, and we're going to have fun doing it. They went into Philly and slapped them in the mouth, told their security guards to back up. Let me just say something, too, about Philadelphia. Do you see the snowball? Yes. Uh, Okay. I've been to Philadelphia. I know some of this is radio shtick, and you like to hammer the Northeast and everything else. Um, I know a very close friend that went there for a playoff game with the Vikings for an FC championship game, and when his daughter was being pelted with beer and being called the worst things on, on the planet, they went to security, and security's like, you shouldn't have worn a Vikings shirt in here. They pelting those 49er fans, that video, yep. and people think that's funny. Yeah. They think that those people spend how much money yep. to get those seats and come to that Fly stadium. Country. And it's people, a sporting and, event, man. It's a sporting and event. And you think that's funny with the, with the, with the snowballs pelting the a kid, bunch of – The kid that shot the Eagles fan, the bird. I mean, what are we doing with a seven-year-old it's kid? so ridiculous. They are the most disgusting fan base. He doesn't compare to Boston – doesn't compare to New York. Doesn't compare to Chicago, Detroit, Buffalo. It's not even close. But go on and talk about what San Francisco was not intimidated dude, for one no, second. Dude, they, they that opened, was a ten and one team they were playing. Dude, they opened that door and they were dance. Trent Williams was dancing. The number one offensive lineman, not even close. Not even close. He's the number one offensive lineman in the NFL. He's leading them out. Debo Samuel dancing. And they are in the freaking zone. They knew what they were about I'm to do. I'm telling you, they may have three losses, and that's because obviously they, their guys were out, yeah. right? Yeah. Their guys were out. Yeah. They have a swagger. Like, I mean, listen, I like Dallas this year a lot, too. I like Philadelphia. I think Detroit, obviously, whether they're 8 and 4 right now, or yeah. is that uh, where the Lions are? But San Francisco's different. Let right me tell you. Now. Me, oh, dude, do you see how fast they are? You see that screen they ran to Debo Samuel? Dude, Debo Samuel. They ran a screen to Debo, and the five offensive linemen were mauling people. I don't think I've seen a bigger badass walk into a building. Maybe Dion, when he came back to Atlanta, and said, I own this building. Yeah. But Debo Samuel, the other day in Philadelphia, when he just like, you you, you, you think you're going to be able yeah. to handle me? You, you, careful and then he you, just drops what the you, football and just like, what are we doing here? Careful what you wish for. Right. That's what I'm saying. I'll say this too, man. They got some great kids up there on that Eagles team. They got some great kids. Jordan Davis, great kid. Nolan Smith, Nicobe Dean. Nicobe Dean's a 4.1 GPA, college 4.1 GPA. They had great people. I don't care. They got right. their ass kicked. No, no question. And, 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 and oh, by the way, one, one last comment. When we're sitting here and you and I discuss this more than anybody, it's an NFL-driven league. The entire NFL. Not just NFL-driven league. The entire, it's a quarterback-driven league. Yeah. The entire NFL passed on Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy was sitting there at his house in Iowa, and he was the last person on the board. And they said, you know what? Hell, we'll take that kid. Let's just take a chance. Oh, yeah. As I said, it's like trying to tell Bill Belichick he was brilliant for drafting Tom Brady. You got him in the second round. He started in Michigan. It was, you know, like, okay, we'll take a flyer. He's their fourth stringer. Yeah. You don't give anybody credit for – I mean, everybody passed on Brock Purdy. I'm telling you, I've watched him play 12 games. and I How confident does he look? Dude, he is complete control, yes. makes every single throw, 
patent that football. Yeah. He is he is going to be as good as anybody in the league for a long San, time. San Fran, too. To their credit, they took him. But they took six players before him. So he was the most of important. Of course, you don't give He them was a, the most important player in that draft, but, and they barely took him. Well, well kudos you, to Listen, them. we've had when we look like a playoff team, and that's when Julio was over here, Roddy's over there, Tony Dude. Gonzalez is there, yes. right? Yes. I mean, we know Matt Ryan, right? Matchup nightmares. Yeah, and 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 nightmares. And, and on defense, we're running around and making plays. Whether that was John Abraham and even the Super Bowl year, uh, up for the Hall of Fame. Um, gosh, rest of the past played for the Colts all those years. Dwight Freeney, yeah, Dwight Freeney. Yep. I mean, we know what a Super Bowl swagger looks like. Falcons need a lot more pieces for us to sit here in 2024. I don't, I don't care about hosting a playoff I know. game. I know you don't, and I don't Hit blame you. Hit somebody's ass in the mouth, and let's get this city fired up. Sours brought to you by Advanced Hair Restoration. One-day treatment, life-changing results, advancedhair.com. When we come back, why Kirby Smart in December this year is very different than last year, and it's nothing to do with headed to the college football playoff fascinating look inside college football. Rusty's here. It's the Steakhouse Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. I'm going to recommend this. The Steakhouse. Yes! Awesome! On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Night 42. Sports Radio 929 game. Steak Shapiro, Rusty Manzel. Thanks so much for being with us on a Wednesday morning. Coming up, belly up to the bar. Why is Kirby's week in December 2023 look a lot different than 2022? Nothing to do with the fact that they were headed to a playoff game last year against uh, Ohio State. Ohio State Peace yeah. Ball. Interviewed Cedric Van Pran yesterday. Uh, exclusive on Dogs HQ. It's on YouTube. It's a really good interview. But he did say, we asked him, what was that one game, no matter what? And he said, look, that Ohio State game, walking off that field, knowing we'll, you know how big of a war that was, he goes, I had to concentrate every single play. It was so fierce. Yes. But you talking about it. You, you want to watch something. And in a year and a half on here, I've never asked people to go to anything of mine really too much. Go to the Dogs HQ YouTube page. And you go watch 20 minutes of Cedric Van Pran. And you want to talk about a polished-up kid. He talks about why he came back to Georgia, how hurt he was the day he found out Sam Pittman was leaving, how confused he was. He almost went to Alabama after that. Then he talks about Carson Beck and how smart and how he processes. And then I ask him the most important question of the day. I said, if you're going out in Athens and you need a wingman on that coaching staff, who are you taking? He said, I'm taking Mike Bobo. <laughs> You going what to eat wings? <laughs> I still. I said if you're going out on the town, on the and town, you need a, and you need, oh, a, and you need a wingman. Oh, yeah. I said who's the one guy you're yeah, going to take like on that staff? He said Mike Bobo. He goes, I think Mike Bobo can still get it done. All right. Uh, I want to mention we were talking about Dogs HQ in the break a little bit, which is blowing up. Incredible um, Thank exposure. Thank you everyone for this this week. It's been this a, week's been, been a crazy great. week. Yep. So I put out a video. I said it's kind of like your your recruiting stuff's like my food stuff. That's my bread and butter, uh, pun intended. Name of our company. So I put up. There's a famous burger that just got on the scene, a new place called Little Sparrow. You know who Ford Fry is? He owns a bunch of the best restaurants yep. here. Mm-hmm. So he owns, you know it, Bo, right? He owns, uh, uh, what's the, uh, Superica, and he owns Optimist and St. Cecilia, and in, in Decatur, he's got uh, 
Oh, gosh, the Italian place there. Um, so he opened this place, Little Sparrow, everybody's talking about, and they have a $32 burger, okay? It's a $32 burger. It's not your average burger. It's brisket meat. Oh, it's man. it's like a bunch of different uh, high-end, right? Roll. And then they've got these fries they dip in beef fat, which are friggin' ridiculous. <laughs> so I put the video up last night. Of me, I went there last night. I split a burger with a buddy. I said, we got to put the video up there. i got to try it. And it's getting a crazy reaction. The aggressiveness with which people are reacting to a $30 burger, you know, and I'll ask Bo the question. I ask, like, it's not, it, it's not the norm. I get it. I'm not trying to be bougie. But there's something, like, I'd rather have a $32 burger than a $75 New York strip. That's just me. More flavors. I love the bread combination, all that stuff. But people are talking to me, and they're aggressive. Dude. I mean, it's a, it's a novelty. So is it that obnoxious to eat a $32 burger? It is not. People need to open up their 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 brains. Their scope. Their, their of what's going, on, what's going yeah. on in the world. Right. I mean, it's like. Or maybe you take the word burger out of it. That's what's hanging people up. It's right. like you can't associate burger with it's $30. It's the most flavorful friggin' thing. It's cooked perfectly. It's a $32 burger. I'm not trying to be obnoxious. Yes, I like Five Guys, and I like uh, um, uh, what's what? It's got a million spots. Uh, Grindhouse Killer Burgers, right? I love all that stuff, and my buddy NFA Burgers. I love them all. This is a thirty-two dollar burger. It's up on social. Don't attack me. I feel like it's the Stetson Bennett all over again. Yeah. I mean, I'm having a flashback just because I ate a thirty-two dollar burger. How good was it? Ridiculous, beyond. I'd rather have it over almost anything else. Thirty-two dollars in and me today's and my... world is nothing. Right. I Go mean, it's another entree. It's like you said. If I said it was a chicken piccata, you'd say no, no problem, right? You can't get out of a fast food joint for less these than days. ten bucks oh, these no, days. No. So Dude, a thirty-dollar burger that's fantastic at, at yeah, a top restaurant. Yeah. Brisket. Why are you abusing me like this? It hurts. It just hurts. You got to read. You got to rename it. You said, "Listen, I had a brisket uh, pie. Right. I had a brisket pie for thirty-two dollars, <laughs> and it was awesome." And, and people would be like, "I'm brisket. all over that." If I said brisket sandwich, even I'd be better off. Yeah. It's time to tailgate. Baby, tailgate. Take a look around the world of college sports. This is the tailgate on the Steakhouse. Brought to you by All Four Seasons Garage and Entry Doors. Big enough to serve, small enough to care. Sports Radio 92.9, the game. University of Georgia fans, listen up. It's portal season, and no, there's not 10 helicopters flying off all over uh, America trying to recruit high school kids. What is Kirby Smart focusing on every, this week? Everyone that follows recruiting, and they'll hashtag it sometimes, Kirby Copter. And whatever service they use, they rent this, lease this yellow helicopter. And Kirby's been flying this thing for two years during the month of December and the month of January. Yeah, the whole concert. student he body. He lands at the high schools. Yeah, and, my, yeah. my kid's yeah. been at a high school when Kirby yeah. shows up. Yeah. Everybody's freaking out. Here comes the helicopter, lands on the ball field, yeah. lands on the uh, track, yeah, track and field, field, right, whatever. Yeah. Well, that's not happening this yeah, week. You're, you're, not, you're not seeing it anywhere. Why? Because he's trying to keep his roster. His roster management. You don't see Nick Saban landing a helicopter in Atlanta anywhere right now either. They're going to see kids, but they're flying straight there and straight back because you got to be in front of your roster. Carson Beck still trying to make a decision. Georgia met with him Sunday. Georgia met with him Monday. I talked with someone very close to him last night about 8 o'clock. Not a final decision yet out of him. Do I think he's coming back? I am leaning that he is coming back. That is not a final decision, so don't run with it. Rusty Mansell said he's coming back. 
I think he's come. I, I'm this, leaning. I'm it, leaning. He's coming back. Why does it feel like the portal and his roster is more under siege than it's ever been because before? Because they got really good players, really good players, and people not only trying to get starters, people are trying to get the depth, the guys in behind them. And it wasn't a mass exodus last year. It really wasn't. No, I mean, no. Well, really, the one that hurt them, and, and, and to be honest with don't, you, don't hurt, say it. Don't say the uh, kid two years ago. No, no, no. Jermaine Burton. No, 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 no. Not okay. Jermaine Burton. The one that hurt them Saturday yeah. was Bear Alexander. Because they didn't have a 320-pound nose guard. Jermaine Burton, by the way, what was with the antics? Is he that bitter towards Georgia? And it's that, him that, going over to that student body and known carrying Jermaine, on? No, known Jermaine since a ninth grader okay. hate Bill Charter. So, what's going on there? Didn't need to do that. Yeah, you, he, got, you got the you, dub. You won. You scored. Is he that bitter towards Georgia? To that, run over there. and do, What was interesting was an Alabama official, you see the young lady, she's trying to get him to stop. She's trying to get if those away. of you don't know after the game while Alabama celebrating completely other side of the field. Jermaine Burton runs to the end zone Not in front of the Jordan immediately. It was immediately. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't like and what so, was he doing? Like I don't taunting know. them? He was or, giving them like some twists, hand signals or something. Listen, it, it worked out great. You went there and you're in a great situation. So, again, I want to go back to is this roster more under siege than last year's? Or is Everybody's more- roster is under siege, but Georgia's will always be under siege, not just under siege trying to get kids to make a decision. Are, there gonna be, are you going to the NFL? Are there going to be a couple of guys? Oh, so the NFL decision Kirby's trying to figure out also. Yes. Is there going to be a couple of other names that we're not expecting that we hear NFL? I would, I would say no, but nobody really thought – that Bear Alexander was going to leave the way he did. If Carson Beck... You remember who left last year, last minute? A.D. Mitchell at Texas. How good a year did he have? And that one hurt. A.D. Yeah. Mitchell, if you give Georgia A.D. Mitchell... Why did he Barrett, decide to do that? Well, I, he did have a child in Texas. Okay. So there was, and, and there was probably 600,000 more reasons why he went and to it, Texas. And there was so a lot of it was personal as well. Yeah. Let me ask you, um, as we watch all this... This Carson Beck decision is the decision. Okay, let me ask a question. Carson Beck goes to the NFL, okay? George is in a pool. You, you, you have $500. You're going to win. I'm going to pay you five to one odds. Yeah. Okay? Who would be this? Who, who, who do you think will be under center day one? Uh, who do we open with, Clemson? Yeah, well, I, I, don't, I don't think you can answer that. Because you don't I, think he's I, on the team right now. I don't, th- I don't know because I think Carson Beck goes. Georgia would bring in a transfer portal okay, quarterback right. to compete so, with Gunnar Stockton. Any chance that Puglisi or Dylan Rayola could start Not against freshman? Clemson. Not against Clemson. Not, that, way too no, early. No, way too early. Okay. No. Gunnar Stockton could handle that? Probably, possibly. probably, possibly, but they're not going to. They're not going. That's not Georgia's mo. They're not just going to hand you that job. You're right. going to. You're going to battle for that one. And you have to know that. And you think they'll be in the portal as soon I, as they I know? I think there's no question that if Carson Beck said they're going to be in the portal. Do you imagine getting a phone call as a quarterback in one of these big schools? Because it's not going to be like a tiny little school. It's going to be a big school. You say, Kirby would like to think about you coming to Georgia and here's the to thing. play in Athens and here's the as thing. quarterback. And here's the thing that makes Georgia extremely attractive. Their offensive line is going to be really good next year. Really good. Fourth down play. Uh, who wrote the article? Chip about Towers, the- AJC. He actually, he actually. Good credit to Chip. Talked with him yesterday because I wanted to make sure that I understood what that article said. And he asked the SEC, "Did you review the fourth down catch to Isaiah Bond?" Which I will tell you right now, it was not a catch. 
I saw the replay. Yeah, no, no question. It was not a kick. I don't even know why people are saying it's debatable. It's I mean, not, dry, it hit, not a kick. hit the turf. It hit the turf. You yeah. got, it's a football move. You got to finish. Yeah, he didn't All finish right. it. So he didn't finish it. He says in that 26 seconds between snaps, they reviewed that play. Now, you tell me what you can do in 26 seconds. Now, when Arian Smith was reviewed, it was two and a half minutes. If they reviewed it, it was a desperate attempt to try to see, like, oh, it looks like a catcher. Uh, Or you didn't look at the replay, right? Or you didn't see the right angle. Maybe you saw one replay from one angle, and by the time you would have gone to a couple more, Alabama's under center and ready for the next play. The score to the next play. The score to the next play. So, so listen, that that, that guy we're talking about. Best throw of the night, by the no, way. No, that was back to the running back. That was on the wheel oh, route. Right, that right, was on right. the real wheel route where they picked Raylan Wilson and nobody calls that. That's okay. That's okay. The first play of that drive, the first play of the drive, they gave a pass interference to Malachi Starks. The two most questionable calls in the whole game was a pass interference to Malachi Starks on that drive and then that fourth and forward non-review. At the end of the day, Georgia got whipped up front. Yes. That's why they I'm not saying I'm just saying there was two calls that very much Who, against Georgia there, in my opinion. What's the biggest portal story out there or the biggest decision NFL story that's still left out there? Carson Beck, number Carson one. Carson Beck's a huge number deal. one. Any Num- other any other number schools? two is gonna be what, what Dylan Gabriel does. Right. I mean he's a bona fide baller. Right. Does he go to Oregon? He's gonna be at Oregon this weekend. Um Riley Leonard will be at Notre Dame this weekend on a visit. Florida State desperately trying to get into that one. All right, when we come back, thank you, Rusty. That's uh our tailgate. This guy is the most controversial guy in sports media. Pat McAfee, is he laughing all the way to the bank or is he doing everything ESPN, ABC asked him to do? Wait till you hear how he ruffled feathers yesterday. Not just Georgia fans, ESPN. If you haven't heard this cut, stick around five minutes. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game.